Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Pre-Health Podcast at Penn State. We are very excited to welcome back our colleague, Dave Cassidy. He is going to be doing a guided writing exercise for your experiences. All students, regardless of their health profession, yes, it is very important for you to have great grades, to have great test scores, but the experiences that you have and how you explain their value to you are just, if not more important to being a successful applicant. So this session in particular is going to help you do really good reflections along the way. So when you later get to that very stressful application that you've got a wealth of writing and your thoughts and your opinions and your perspectives over time to share within your application. So buckle up for a really great episode of the Pre-Health Podcast at Penn State. Hello, and welcome back to the Pre-Health Podcast at Penn State, the show to help all pre-health students on their journeys to acceptance. I am this week's host, John Moses Bronson. Uh, Kimberly is out today. I'm very sad, but thankfully I am joined in our, what we call a studio today, by our colleague Dave Cassidy. Hi, Dave. How are you doing today? Doing all right. Glad to be here, John. Good. So as we sort of teased in the opener for this episode, this is going to be really guided around your early writing because what makes a great applicant as opposed to a good applicant is someone who not only has the right experiences, because a lot of students will have a lot of really great experiences when they apply, it's the students who can really talk about that in a meaningful way. Um, and Dave, I know that like when you were at the University of Cincinnati, that you per, uh, that you were a part of their MMI process. Can you yes. talk a little bit about what the, A, what that looks like for our listeners who might not know what the heck that is, mm -hmm. but also... What helped you to see the students that were sort of more ready versus less ready for this next step? Okay. I was part of the official interview team for the University of Cincinnati Medical School mm -hmm. doing the MMI interviews mm -hmm. uh, virtually. Okay. I was part of the virtual crew. One characteristic of it is that it is regimented and timed it is not a relaxed process or conversational <laughs> process. Yeah. You have, I think we had two or three minutes for the student to read a question and ponder it and then like six minutes to respond. Mm -hmm. I could not converse with them. I couldn't introduce myself. They could not introduce themselves. There was no small talk. It was just read the question and respond. Sounds awful. <laughs> It's extremely formal and very contrary to all of my instincts, all of our instincts yeah. as advisors, which is to converse with the student, want mm -hmm. to get to know them. But they do that for a certain purpose. There were other parts of the process that were more conversational with other admissions people. I was part of the one that was not conversational. Mm -hmm. And then the question that, I 
had students respond to the question that I was given mm-hmm. had j- just broadly had to do with health disparities mm-hmm. and asking students to to comment on that specific question. What stood out very clearly was that students who had engaged in some kind of experience, whether volunteer or paid, uh, in some way that put them in touch with people who were experiencing health disparities, lack of access to health care, were experiencing uh, environmental factors that had a detrimental effect on their health. Mm-hmm. If the students had firsthand experience with that, mm-hmm. that came through in their responses. Mm-hmm. And they had much greater depth because it had become personal to them. Yeah. All of the students that I interacted with had a good academic understanding mm-hmm. of health disparities. They could tell you what the good literature said. Mm-hmm. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. But where the really outstanding responses came from were students who had had that firsthand experience. Mm-hmm. For example, in our setting, student students who had a volunteered, let's say, at Center Volunteers in Medicine, yeah. interacted directly with people who did not have access to health care otherwise outside of a free clinic. Mm-hmm. Students, let's say, who uh, work with or they're, they're members of Remote Area Medical, mm-hmm. just to give some real good props to one of our outstanding clubs. Yeah. Uh, if they had participated in one of their or more of their mobile clinics and encountered people who had no other access to health care other than that mobile clinic, plus their observation of, of the environment mm-hmm. uh, and understanding things such as poor nutrition. I had one st- student comment to me that they didn't realize until they had participated in that clinic how many of the long-term health problems some of those folks were dealing with were either caused or exacerbated by poor nutrition. Mm-hmm. And realizing, yeah, there's no real grocery store anywhere near here. Yeah. That's at least a half an hour drive. Yeah. And so that's an insight into a health disparity and an environmental factor that's having a detrimental effect on people's health mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have unless you had participated and seen that firsthand. Yeah. And sometimes what's sad for me to see. So we do comprehensive reviews where we get to know students really well. And sometimes these students will have these experiences, but they have a hard time speaking about them. And sometimes it's, you know, this was years ago that I did this and it's hard for me to pick specific stories or specific details up from that experience because of length of time or I did this for so long, trying to pick one story out of the hundreds of people that I worked with is really difficult. And so what I'm really excited about for today is that we're going to, well, you, I'm just going to sit here and um, listen, Uh, but you're going to give students some really nice guided things to think about as they're reflecting on the experiences a little bit more live, right? Mm-hmm. Saying it's ideal to do this sort of stuff, stuff, this sort of stuff <laughs> the same day because it's fresh in your mind. Those faces are fresh in your mind. Mm-hmm. Their names are fresh in your mind. And it's good to have that sort of like back catalog of your thoughts and insights and perspectives 
because especially if it's a few years later, I, I, I assume that you will grow and develop as a human being. <laughs> right. <laughs> and what a cool way to look back at like what your brain was doing a few years ago. And, and there might be some cringe there. <laughs> But that's okay. That, that's okay. That's part of growth. Exactly. But you get to talk about your own personal growth in a really nuanced way then. Exactly. So I'm really excited. I think what we're going to do is um, I'm going to sort of like lead in our vibey music. Okay. And then um, you'll start doing questions. Is there any sort of like prep stuff that you want our listeners to do before they get into the, like the writing section? The main thing I think for a student to do is try to choose a format, whether they're going to be using a paper and pen, whether it's going to be a computer, uh, put these thoughts into a location that you'll come back to. Mm-hmm. And so that when you, as you continue to experience new things um, and have new thoughts about them, make connections between their experiences, uh, they'll go back to that same place, that same file, that same notebook, uh, and continue to write down you know, what they're thinking about in response to that, how they're okay. feeling about it, what they learned about themselves, mm-hmm. what they learned about healthcare, what they learned about society keep those you know roughly in the same place uh kind of as you mentioned what they do then is they kind of build up their own library of primary resources yeah that they can look back on and let's say they did a mobile clinic um their first year Mm -hmm. what did they think what did they experience uh how did it impact them then let's say they do another one their senior year it might impact them in a very different way they might have greater depth of insight. They might see things going on that they didn't see when they were a first-year student. And to be able to see that and have it confirmed, they see their they see their growth. Yeah. And when then they're able to write about that in an application, when they're able to discuss that in an interview, that's what really comes through from a very strong candidate. Good. Okay. So – uh, we're going to get that transition done. We're going to sort of start the vibey music and then Dave's going to start to to filter in his questions. So if you do not have that notebook, that computer up, that file ready, go ahead and pause this podcast. Go get yourself in the, in the best mindset and the best sort of physical space that you can and then you can resume. But we're going to go ahead and get transitioned over. first thing I want to say is to remember that you're only writing for yourself at this point. You're not writing for an admissions committee. You're not writing for an advisor to look at. So feel free to write in whatever way you want. This is solely for your own purposes, your own learning purposes. So the first thing you want to write about is to describe what you did. 
Why did you choose this particular healthcare opportunity, whether paid or volunteer? What were your duties? Give specific examples of your work, your interaction with the healthcare team, with other volunteers, with patients and their families. Then think about what you learned from the experience. Questions to consider. Can you connect what you did, saw, and heard to classes that you are taking or have taken?
What did you like best about this experience? What was most enjoyable about it? What did you like the least about this experience? What did you learn about yourself?
How did you demonstrate professionalism while you were working or volunteering in this experience? What did you learn about healthcare and or our healthcare system from this experience? Did you gain any insight about American society from this experience that you did not know or had not thought of before?
Looking back on it, is there anything you wish you'd done differently? What impact on others did you have in this role? How did this experience help you develop one or more of the professional competencies?
what will you take from this work or volunteering experience and what you've learned from it as you move forward in your educational co-curricular and career exploration endeavors. you so much for doing that guided writing exercise for us. You know, this is a a really good episode that you can reuse over and over again. I sort of lean more towards encouraging students to do this as as a nice way to sort of close out their day of service or of work as a nice sort of like meditation on what the day meant to them. Uh, you know, or you can do this a little bit more periodically, right? Maybe once a week if you're doing something over the summer, you know, that's sort of like where Dave sort of lands on this one. But, uh, you know, use this in the way that best works for you. I want to thank everyone for who is, you know, continuing to listen to our podcast and to utilize this resource. We know that there are many of you out there and we are really grateful that this is speaking to you in a way that is meaningful and that it continues to be useful. Until next time, this is the Pre-Health Podcast at Penn State. The Pre-Health Podcast at Penn State is a production of the Pre-Health Advising Office in the Eberly College of Science at Penn State. It is produced, edited, and promoted by the Pre-Health Advising Team. The views, opinions, and any advice shared during this podcast are those of the hosts and any guests only and do not necessarily reflect the best advice for every student at every institution or for every health profession. This is a nonprofit podcast made for the purpose of better serving pre-health students across our university system. Our intro music is This Science by Coma Media, and our outro music is Screening, also by Coma Media.